Okay, now, the third Mishnah, listen carefully. Again, you learn a lot of lessons from this, uh, what's it called? From Avot. Antignosh Yisrochot Kibel, Mishimon HaTzadik. Third Mishnah, first Perek. Listen what he says. Hu ha-yahomed, al tiyuk ha-avadim, ha-mesham-shin et-arav, al-menat le-kabel pras. What is that? Don't be like avadim, like slaves. In order to get reward. You should know. And it says, Be like servants. Don't be like well, servants that serve Hashem in order to get well rewarded. Be like servants who serve Hashem without uh, His motivation not, not to get reward. Now you know, from this Mishnah came out, the Baitos and the Tzadok. Who were the Baitosim and the Tzadokim? These were the ones who wanted to make a revolution against the Torah. They said there's no Torah. No Torah. They wanted to get followings. They couldn't. They couldn't succeed. Finally, he said, well, there is Torah, but that only they were in Torah. The oral Torah, nah. Then they got a lot of followings. He says, why from this Mishnah? Why? Because they thought that there's no reward. Oh, look what it says. Don't serve Hashem to get reward. Serve Him not to get reward. There must be there's no reward. But it's not true. It's not true. Of course there's reward. But they were. But what is this? This is such a deep Mishnah. I like to explain it through the Al-Sheikh. First of all, I want an introduction right now that we say, serve Hashem. Just serve Hashem. I gave an example. About uh, there was a fire from the Havetz Haim. Havetz Haim says, imagine there's a fire in a person's house, right? Now the neighbor has water, but the water is uh, dirty. So uh, he says, no, I'm not going to throw water. Why did I throw water? Although the water is dirty. So what the water is dirty? No, I don't want to throw it in my neighbor's house. I'll never throw dirty water on my neighbor. What are you crazy? There's a fire. Just throw any water. Oh no, you crazy? Just throw the water. He says, sometimes the Yitzhak gets a guy. And he says to himself, oh, wait, 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 wait. This is not Lashem Shamayim. I, I, I can't do it. Well, you can't do it. Just do it. Anything works. Just do it. I remember when I was in Yeshiva. I had somebody I was learning with very strongly. He was younger than me. I don't want to mention his name publicly, but Rahamim, I'll call him. Raymond. Raymond, he was learning with me in Mikdash uh, Merah. And I told him, every time... We eat, have in mind, you're eating for Hashem's sake. Have in mind, Hashem Shemayim. Why are you eating? Because I like the spaghetti sauce, Rabbi. Hey! What do we like it? We're eating because we, 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 we're eating to serve Hashem. You want to enjoy, enjoy. But have in mind that what? You're eating in order to serve Hashem. Yeah, you, you like the bread, you like the... You like, you're doing it in order to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why are you eating breakfast this morning? I'm eating breakfast in order to be healthy. Why do you want to be healthy? In order to serve Hashem. Okay, very good, beautiful. I told you about the guy. Two guys were in, uh, what's it called? Gan Eden. One guy came before him. He started telling him, Okay, what'd you do? Oh, what'd you do in the morning? Me? I pray. I have to pray. I learned. After you learn what you do, I had breakfast. What'd you have? For he starts, I had eggs. And then I had the scrambled eggs. Sometimes I put, yeah, this, and I this, and I had... He starts giving a whole balagan, his whole breakfast menu. He says, wow, you get big gun Eden for this. Why, why, why? So the next guy, you know, he's like, oh, buddy, what'd you do? Oh, 
My breakfast was five stars. It was crazy. Da, da, da. Says, what? Get out of here. No reward for you. No reward for me. What's the guy? I have better than breakfast. You're not understanding. The first guy, he was eating eggs to have protein in order to serve Hashem. He was having the bread in order to be a hazak in order to serve Hashem. He was having the water. He was having the orange juice to have vitamin C in order to serve Hashem. Each thing he was having for this. So he gets mitzvah for every single thing that he ate. But you, I'm honest, they were right that dip jadde. You want to eat because you want to eat that. Hopefully, let's go. Every morning you had a big thing. What are you doing? He served Hashem. So then what, I, what we do, we went in the yeshiva. In the yeshiva, I told him, this is what I told him. I said, you know, have in mind that that's what you think. So imagine we had 100 guys down in the, in the lunchroom in breakfast, right? And now, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, he would get up. And what time, reminder. Before everybody, you know, everybody's waiting online to get the thing and waiting this, that. Remind them why we're eating. We're eating in order to serve Hashem, Hashem Shabbat. He would do it every day. Now, I remember people were getting like, uh, hey, hey, Palachi, hey. I, one guy would come over to me. But I'm not. Stop. Stop. You got to stop him. You got to this. You got to that. I said, why stop him? Because I'm eating nothing. I'm not, I'm not fooling anybody. I'm not fooling anybody. I'm not fooling. I was like, what are you doing? I said, what's wrong with you? We talk shalom l'shma, ba'al l'shma, just do it anyway, and say it anyway, and eventually it'll enter your mind. And you think Hashem's not going to give you reward? He will give you so much reward for even trying. People don't even try. People don't even think like that. They can live from here till 120 years and not think once when he's having the kimbe, while he's having the kimbe. Not once. When he's having the French fry in the, in, the, in the ketchup or whatever, there's that. At least have in mind something, you know, good. Have in mind, I need car to serve Hashem. At least you try it. So we say, nowadays, just do, just do it. You know, just do it, just do it. A guy comes to me, I told you, he came to the minyan, he says, Rabbi, I'm coming. Why, why? He's like, I started becoming religious. Why? I'm coming three months straight. For I need to buy a house. This is it. And, then, and I said, oh, Tfadl, come, come. And then I didn't have any bought a house, by the way. He comes pretty much it. I said, I don't care. I don't care what your motivations is. We're living in a generation right now. Just do it. Eventually, you grow higher. Eventually, you grow higher. Eventually, you grow higher. That you do it only for Hashem's sake. But yes, just do it. What do you want? I want to do this for Beracha. Okay, no problem. Go. It says a person should say, Hashem Yatsad. And the Kadmonim, I saw B'Shem Kadmon once, that if a person says Hashem Yatsar with his Kavanah throughout his years, he'll never ever get sick. You heard that, though? It says if a person says Hashem Yatsar with Kavanah his whole life, guaranteed this is the biggest segula, never to get sick. So now a guy says, I'm saying Hashem Yatsar with Kavanah, why? Never to get sick. Oh, but I'm not doing it for Hashem's sake. Just do it! Just do it! Just do it. Why you saying it? You know what I'm saying? Hashem is saying it. Eventually, you grow higher, you grow higher. You understand what I'm trying to say or no? You hear what we're saying, Mike? This is important, Mishnah. And now, I'm not done. Let me just say this really quickly. I'll tell you that, Al Sheikh. We have some time or no? We have one minute? That was the first shot over here that we're telling you. Now, Adore, just do it. If you want Berachar in your life, just do it. It even says, you want, ma- you want to give ma'asir? Ma'asir, you should ashir. Give 10% of your money, guaranteed you can test Hashem with this. Of course, you got to go to the right places, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, 
So, you got to get to the right places. If it's not the right places, uh, right? In any case, now the Sheikh says on this Mishnah, it says, Ka'avadim. Don't be like slaves. Are we slaves to Hashem or are we children? Children. Sometimes it says that we're workers to Hashem. Po'alim, we're, we're workers for Hashem. So why are you saying slaves? Yeah? Why saying slaves? And the answer is that Sheikh says, you know why he's saying slaves? Because let me ask you something. If you have a child and you tell him to go get me a cup of water, go get me a cup of water, and he doesn't listen to you. Okay, so you maybe scream at him, this, that. But you're not going to, you know what I'm saying? What else are you going to do? That's it, you know? You're not going to... He's not forced to, you're saying like, meaning to say, but if you, if you have a worker and you tell him to do something in the job, go do this, does he have to listen? Not really. Because he says, no, I'm not going to listen. What do you do? You fire. But he had a choice. Had, listen, I had a choice. I have a choice to work, not to work. Listen, fine, I'm working for you. You're paying me, but you know what? I don't want to get paid anymore. I'm not being a worker anymore. You can, you can retire. But if a person has a slave, if you own a slave, you know what a slave is? Back then, before Abe Lincoln's time, you know what a slave was? A slave was, anytime, let's say you bought him. Let's say you have a car. You're going to drive your car. You, uh, the car says to you, oh no, I'm not in the mood to drive today. What do you mean not in the mood to drive today? I'll see you later. I'm going to go drive the car, right? When you own a slave, it's like you own a car. He has to drive, he has to do everything for you anytime you want. So therefore the Mishnah is saying a slave, you know why? Because you always have to serve Hashem. You don't have an option. I don't have a free choice. I have a free choice. No, you have a free choice. Oh no, but Rabbi doesn't say we have free choice. No, 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 no. Deep down, you're a slave. Hashem took you out of Egypt. You know why? You were a slave in Egypt. What does it say? Now you're a slave to Hashem. In Egypt, you had, you had a choice in the matter. They owned you. You don't, you don't listen. Ah! And the guy's going to listen. Hashem, you have no choice. You have to do what he wants. No. I know, I'll, I'll see if I'm in the mood or if I'm not in the mood. What do you mean? You have to do it. You have to do the mitzvot. Okay, he, he gave a loophole. You know, you, there's no loophole. There's no free choice. Oh, no, I have free choice to do or not. Free choice is just that you have that free choice, but if you don't do that free choice, you're doomed to Gehennam. The, the Gehennam that Amban says, all the Yisurei Yov, 70 years of suffering in this world, doesn't equal up to one, one split second of Gehennam when the guy mm-hmm. enters. No, but Rabbi, I have a choice. I'll do what I want. Well, you'll do what you want. You have no choice. You're a slave to Hashem. You have to do what Hashem says. What does that mean? I'm not in the mood, Rabbi. I'm not in the mood. My back, my back, Rabbi. What do you mean, back? You got to do his boat. Oh, Rabbi, you know, um, uh, I'll come uh, next time. Eh? And then what does it say? But look, look, look at what it says. What's the matter, Mike? What's the matter, Mike? What does it say? What's Hameshameshin? It should say Haovdim. How do you say work? Oved. Right? Avadim Ovdim. So why say Meshameshin? Amen. Because there's two types of slaves. There's one slave out in the fields. He's cutting the, the, cutting the this, cutting the, the, the fruits, cutting this, cutting that. There's another slave that's the right hand man in the king's palace. Everything he needs, shoes, here, put him on the shoes. He needs, uh, he needs a jacket, here, put on your jacket. So therefore, it's saying that we're the Meshameshin. 
You're right where Hashem slaves, but what type of slaves we are? We're the right-hand men of Hashem. We're in His palace and we're serving Him. Every mitzvah that we're doing, we're giving it to Him straight, direct to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Wow! That feels good. And now what happens? I'm going to end up with this. What does the pras mean? How come it didn't say schad? You get reward. It says peras. Pras like you get a prize. Well, what's pras? Say you get a, you get a, you get a, you get a, what's it called? You get schad, reward. You know why? Because imagine you're a boss. Right? When you're a boss, a big CEO, a big company, what do they send you? They send you, uh, they send you gifts sometimes, right? Hanukkah comes. Oh, you're dealing with business. They give you a big bottle of wine that is big. All of a sudden, you open it. You can't drink the whole thing, and it's going to get spoiled. So what do you tell? Oh, you tell one of your, one of your guys that's in the office. You don't go tell the guy that's in the, in the machinery over there, come, come, come. You get the, the guy, the first guy over there, oh, come. Hey, take a drink with me. He's getting pros. He's getting prizes. You have another guy, all of a sudden he gets a big, uh, a big uh, mishloh manot for puri. Oh, this is huge. I can't have this whole thing. So, oh, um, I, you know, it's teeth cavity. I can't have that. But you, you can have it. Here you go. He gives him a free uh, prize. Says, because Hashem along the way, the people who are close to Hashem gets plus. He gets gifts all the time. It's on the house. Because that's Hashem. He's all chesed. The people who are close by, he's giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. That's the plus that a person always is receiving.